Hello boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Baby Bed Podcast. I am Sandeep Rao and thank you as always for tuning back in. Thank you for listening. First timers, hello and welcome to this journey from the Baby Bed. Uh, today is an episode about waking up and being woke. Now, of course, many of us hear about the term woke. Many of us hear about the liberal and the conservatives taking it off and pulling it off and going at each other. But um, I'll just tell you about my experience with liberal and woke people on today's episode. Um, I'm not very politically um, polarized, if you want to call it, or sided, but I'll just share a couple of stories which leave me wondering what the situation is and where it's headed. So enjoy listening. And of course, if you have any feedback, suggestions, opinions, criticism, you can always send it in to my email or you can send it on Instagram or Facebook. Soapy Rao, that's where you can find me. So thank you. See you on the other side. The Baby Bed Podcast with Sunday Prow. Yes, it's interesting that we all are going at each other, right? Because especially on the political front, people are playing the game for years and years and years. But nowadays it looks like the common man, the common woman, the common gender neutral person is just using this to sort of make a big hoo-ha of things. Now, of course, I am not an expert, even though I studied sociology, I do not know what these trends represent. But at the most fundamental level, I'm terrified of not what's happening, but of woke people. And, you know, honestly speaking, I'll give you a couple of stories to just tell you what I feel. Uh, I used to live in the U.S. when I was doing my undergraduation in a small little town called McMinnville, Oregon. It is about 60 miles from a place called Portland, which is known to be a very, very hipster place. A lot of liberals, a lot of hippies, a lot of tree loving. They were called the tree huggers in Portland. But a little outside Portland, you had the Beaverton Hillsboro area, which was filled with a lot of Indians and Asians because of the... Uh, headquarters of Nike, Intel being located there, Yahoo also a big operation there. So it was a very diverse place. A lot of, uh, lot of uh, uh, Latin American people coming there. So it was quite a big uh, melting pot, if you'd like to call it. But the little town I lived in was called McMinnville. Now, the first impression of this place, let me tell you, just to paint a little picture, was when my cousin, who is an Indian who lives outside Portland, drove me down to this place. I was in the car next to him and he said, wow, this is McMinnville, Oregon. You'll be spending the next three and a half, four years doing your undergraduation. And uh, the first image from uh, McMinnville, I remember, I mean, when I say image, it's loosely, is my cousin pointing me out to this pickup truck. He said, look at that, Sandeep. That's a huge pickup truck. That's what they call it here in America. I said, dude, I know a fucking pickup truck. I'm not retarded, right? And he said, there's a huge 10-foot elk, which is in the bed of the truck. And they had just gone hunting and caught this elk. So that was my first impression. So yes, it was a town where there were a lot of gun owners. A lot of people liked hunting. A lot of people liked their Budweiser and Pabst Blue Ribbon and a little chewing some tobacco, boy. One of those towns, the college was located in that very small town. I mean... By Indian standards, tiny, but even by American standards, quite small. It was a college town where everything sort of revolved around the college. Professors lived there. People who supported the college lived there. 1,600 students, out of which maybe I'd say on 
kind of an outer limit, maybe 10% or maybe 5% were colored. So that would include black, Asian, within Asia, Indian, Sri Lankan, uh, not even, I think, one or two Pakistanis, a couple of Afghanistanis, a couple of Burmese, a couple of uh, Mongolians, not Mongoloids. And um, that's about it. And yeah, a few Mexicans, of course, Mexican-Americans. So there was predominantly a white culture and a white population at this college. My roommate, his name is Jesse, turned out to be a total white boy, uh, proper all-American. Like, man, when I was playing football at the age of three weeks old, it was amazing. I used to throw the football at the age of five. I broke both knees at the age of six. I broke both ankles at the age of eight. I broke my back. At the age of 10, I broke my head. At the age of 11, my mom was like, you got to figure out, son. Got to figure out what you want to be when you grow up. One of those boys owned six guns on campus, which technically was illegal. But he's a white man in a white man's country. So he was like, God damn, what are they going to do about it? It's my freedom. It's my right to own a gun. And um, he was the most fucking amazing friend I have to date. Really, really sweet guy. Cooked like a genius. Tried playing the electric guitar, but never really could finish a complete song. He just used to play riffs like Stevie Day Jimi Hendrix. And every day was just agony to listen to that but really really sweet guy we lived together for almost two years his roommates uh, was uh, one of the groomsmen at his wedding and his family lives north of seattle in this really 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 conservative town called arlington i uh, went over to visit him for thanksgiving i said let's go out to the town for a drink he said no chance brother no chance boy because they don't like your kind around here and i was like you you that's exactly what i said he's like what is that yeah yeah yo i said it means i'm fucked he said good point you are fucked buddy so we stayed in his house. Mom cooked up a storm. It was fantastic. One of the most warm and welcoming people. And they were, yes, they voted Republican. They were conservative. They were gun owners. And I still have some of the most amazing memories. Spending time at their home, going for Jesse's wedding, and rooming with him for two years. So when these people who are liberal and woke come and say, everyone on the right are assholes, everyone on the right is anti-abortion, anti-life, or whatever they want to call it, pro-life, or whatever the words. I don't like generalizing anyone into groups because the moment that happens, I'm just a blind man or a visually impaired individual in society. My Sandeep Rao, my identity, which I've spent years molding by making mistakes, fucking up, is all wiped out because of political agenda and because someone wants their group to be perceived as more victimized, as more evolved. So that's my biggest problem with this whole woke movement is you're taking out individuals, you're calling them transgender or gay or lesbian, and just sort of taking out the humanity of it, right? You're taking out the identity of the individual, which comes with more things than just the transgender or the sexuality. It's taking away their pains, it takes away their dreams, it takes away their sadness, it takes away those small little things that make them happy, it takes away the big little dreams, the big, not little, the big dreams that drive them. It takes away those emotions, those relationships they have with their parents, with their friends, with each other and with themselves. And you're just sort of completely doing a broad brushstroke of this one word, either LGBTQ as a community or L, whatever the alphabet or whatever the letter you're assigning to yourself or whatever the group you want to call yourself is just sort of taking away that is what I, is going on right now. And it becomes the transgender versus the straight males. I mean, there's so many people within these groups and within these groups, there are subgroups. And within these subgroups, there are so many human beings who are just each an entire wealth of experiences and fears and dreams and hopes. And how the fuck can you just make it such 
a clear cut distinguishing uh, battle or clear class clear cut clear clucks clan yeah a clear cut differentiating factor between people and uh, the reason i bring this up is because the other day at uh, i was having a, a lunch with a couple of friends and these two girls are people i grew up with in school and they both uh, one is really really liberal very opinionated and is you know really one of those people looking to get into an argument and uh, she calls it a conversation but i call it an argument because a conversation doesn't end up with one person storming out right and that's always what happens with her so we're sitting down we're having a few beers had a sandwich and suddenly she's like uh, uh talking to this other girl who lives in Boston and uh, she's in America right now and she's like you know this Trump situation of course because anyone visiting from America has to start talking about Trump they're like i like what people are saying about Trump i said what why do you like it and she said it's good and she's not very very sort of liberal or she's not very sort of hardcore in her views but she said, i like it this asshole is just getting all he needs i'm like what do you mean by that right and i like a fool i made the statement because i grew up with these girls and i know what they're like because they are the ones who kind of always the moment anyone in the group made like any kind of remotely um in their opinion a sexist comment they would all pounce on him as a mob like what the woke people do which is not great for anyone mob mentality is shit whether it's right wing left wing or whether it's any wing so they were just attacks on like a fool i said yeah they think the liberals in america right now are just going a little too far with what they're saying and what did i wake up a demon boy and they go say what do you mean what do you mean by too liberal what the fuck do you mean by too liberal and i was like whoa i don't need this right now i'm really enjoying my beer and the thing is i don't want to get into trump and anti trump and all that kind of bullshit it's just that i feel that it's it's too much of either you want to be on the attack where you put someone down for not agreeing with you or you are playing the victim because these two girls were not in any mood to encourage anything that didn't suit them right because i didn't mean that i'm anti liberal by any means i just feel that you aren't really helping your own cause by going too far with this by attacking by constantly ridiculing by saying that anyone who doesn't agree with you who's on the other point of view or on the other side of the spectrum is a fuckhead who's illiterate who's fucking his sister who's a rapist it's not that extreme i don't see why people don't see the gray area in life right because i'm not ultra liberal i'm not ultra conservative there are no sort of labels that you can define me by because today i might have an opinion or a viewpoint which might change because i'm changing you're changing we're all changing we have different things that influence our life lives and we have different things that influence our minds and something that influences our heart so these things are in constant movement and you shouldn't really look them look at them in the sort of either extreme because that's either when you sort of hate or you love or you despise or you crave it's never sort of healthy to have this either you 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 are complete totally against feminism or you're totally for it why is it that you're totally against gays or you're you're a homophobe or you are a homosexual why is it always those extremes because it's too much to categorize people into only two groups and make them so divided because it's happening in india um in many ways because of course we just ape the west so whatever's happening in america filters down eventually but you see this where people either just take offense or they give offense why is it that certain situations will provoke a certain reaction and not everyone's saying it to provoke the liberals because liberals are feeling like the world is attacking them and as a result they have this sort of major kind of um 
justice warrior group that goes out there and mainly through words because they feel that you know the 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 right wing are the ones who use violence but they do it as much through other ways they shame they bring down people they sort of in the in the, in the in the idea of supporting the liberal arts they fuck the liberal arts they fucked up the arts and it's it's basically a perfect example in that when you are constantly trying to antagonize something that doesn't work for you if you do it blindly and you do it without any understanding you kind of you kind of create um the monster that you hated in the first place and you've actually become that because they keep saying trumps an asshole trumps a sexist trumps a misogynist but in the exact process of doing that you've created your own kind of anti-trump monster which is as intolerant which is as aggressive which is as regressive and that's not good so i don't have an opinion about american politics <laughs> after all that i don't know what's going on in our country as well because it's as bad maybe the names change but the ideologies and the extreme viewpoints are very similar but do we do do do, do we call ourselves evolving if we become like this because i just i just feel extremes are too much it's either you're religious or an atheist right or either you're a terrorist or you're a person who's into the humanitarian causes it's it's either you love your fellow man or women or whatever the right word is or you hate them either you're completely successful or you're a failure so why why are we doing this to ourselves i feel is my my sort of quandary right now because it's it's so much fun just not living in the extremes it's so much more peace of mind and it's so much more i think you know what's the word i'm looking for so much more respectful just to give a person a chance to become an individual because in one side you're saying i me mine and in the other side what the liberals are doing is is taking away that and saying it's not i me mine it is us as a group as the feminists as the vegans as the liberals i mean you're just kind of undoing what you started what you started to create and what you started out to un- undermine and you're just doing that and i feel there's so much more potential for individuals without just sort of defining themselves by by filters or what they wear or who they wear or where they shop i mean that's just a superficial way of identification of personal growth but there's so much more right because instead of just putting eight labels to yourself which you can fit on a tinder profile i think you can just work within yourself right you don't have to have a very strong view politically you don't have to have a strong um view more uh, culturally morally I, i i don't know yet because i think some things are right um some things are wrong uh some things can be perceived as right or wrong but if you can keep human dignity in place i think that's a huge start and i think giving human dignity a time to grow in today's society and more importantly giving people to respect themselves an opportunity is sort of what we need because otherwise it's just going to become a real fuck fest which it already has become but i think yeah i i really think dignity is something which is really lost today and uh, whatever you want to use as the hashtag but it's just fucked and it's not going to go any better if we don't really just sort of take a step back and stop being on either side of 
the ring and going at blows, going blows at each other. Just you got to be somewhere where you can criticize yourself as you criticize someone else because it's good for self-development and good for, I think, society in general if you do that. Just take a step back, guys. Chill out. And if you need more tips on how to do that, you can always tune back into the Baby Bed Podcast, the Baby Bed Podcast, the Baby Bed Podcast, which happens every week. You can write in if you disagree, agree, if you have any sort of feedback. I'll see you when I do. Till then, bye. The Baby Bed Podcast, every Wednesday. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.